Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the podcast this week. I am in Hawaii. Isn't that crazy? We go on this trip once a year with my company and it is so much fun. And also, I always have a ton of anxiety before we leave and usually many times while I am here. So just so you know, all the feelings, all the time, it's always going to be a 50-50 adventure, my friends. There's no getting around it. 50% positive emotions, 50% negative emotions, even in Hawaii. (laughs) So aloha. I want to talk to you about something I've been talking about in my coaching community this past week and also on my social media. And that is the idea of... Well, first of all, you should know if you don't already, I'm a huge Top Gun fan. I'm also going to be talking about this in my weekly email. So if you're not subscribed yet, you're totally missing out because I send a bite-sized Take Tuesday email every single Tuesday just for you. And if you're not on my email list yet, you're missing out on all of these tips that are so much fun. And I give you a link to the podcast and you can request a podcast roadmap so that if you're new here to the podcast, you can see what you're missing, what episodes you might want to key in on or uh, what episodes we've done in the past or what our most listened episodes are. Those are really fun to check out too. So if you'd like to request a podcast roadmap or you'd like to be getting my weekly bite-sized wisdom all my business advice, all my things that I think about in my mind, you can simply go to emilygibsoncoaching.com. Right when you get to the website, there'll be a pop-up that says, put your email address in here for our free podcast roadmap. And then my friends, you're all set. So my favorite movie. Now, first of all, you have to understand that I'm an only child and my parents were 37 when they had me. They were both flight attendants. They met at United Airlines doing the Kona route, which is so ironic because I'm in Kona right now. So they would fly back and forth to Kona as stewardesses, a male stewardess. Yes, my dad was a male stewardess. My mom was a female flight attendant and they had a sailboat on Oahu. So they would fly the Kona route and then they would go over to Oahu and sail their sailboat. So after being married for a few years, obviously they decided to have me (laughs) and I was so good. They didn't need to have any more. Actually, my mom had a miscarriage when I was two. So it was not to be any more babies from my parents. They separated right after that and got a divorce. And then my dad remarried and he's been remarried for 
35 years. And my mom, she is, she lives here in Utah and lives by herself. And we get to spend so much time with her because only child, mom that's not married, and she travels all over the world. She is in Portugal and Morocco right now and doing all those fun things. And that is, that's just so my mom. So anyway, that is, if you can believe it or not, no surprise why they did the flying to Hawaii all of the time. And so when they had me, they weren't really uptight parents. They were more mature parents, unlike myself, who had her first baby at 25. And I was super uptight. And I couldn't even believe that they sent me home from the hospital with this human being that I was supposed to take care of. Anyway, so they didn't really have a ton of boundaries with me. And after kindergarten, I would come home and I would watch Top Gun, Wizard of Oz, Pretty Woman, and Dirty Dancing. Those, oh, and Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street, obviously. Those were my favorite shows to watch after school. And then when I got into elementary school, my favorite show was Who's the Boss? She's Out of This World. And um, what was that one show where the witch put her... Is that out of this world? Where the witch put her fingers together to freeze time? Anyway, the those of you that grew up in the 80s, you know what I'm talking about. And they were so much fun. Saved by the Bell, 90210, all my favorite shows. And there was no recording them for you young people listening. I still feel like I'm a young person. But for those of you that did not grow up with... <laughs> Uh, with anything other than DVR or TiVo, or maybe you don't even know what those things are either. But when you didn't have TV on demand, we had to get the TV guide magazine out and make sure that we knew what time to turn the TV on so we didn't miss our favorite show. And you couldn't even record shows back then. But once we got into the 90s a little bit further, we got VCRs where you could record your shows and then you could watch your shows later on on your VHS tape, unless you taped too many and the tape ran out and then your favorite show ended halfway through when your VHS tape ran out. Those were the days, my friends. So anyway, I loved Top Gun. It was my very favorite movie of all time. I've probably seen it a thousand times. I'm not exaggerating. It is a movie that I have watched at least once a month since I was five and I'm turning 40 this year. So do the math. And I've watched it more than that. I mean, you know how you are when you're five. You want to watch your favorite show three times a day. So I would come home from school, watch it at least once. And then maybe Wizard of Oz, I would do a frozen grape, squeeze it. Those are my favorite. Get my little snack or whatever. And that's what I remember about that time of my life. And Mrs. Ponte, that was my kindergarten teacher. She had short, curly, brown hair. Funny enough, my all my other kids, they had a teacher that had short, curly, brown hair that looked almost identical to Miss Ponte. And I've just loved that for my kids. It has been so much fun. Totally different state, totally different teacher, totally different school, but it felt so nostalgic to me. So Top Gun, favorite movie of all time. And of course, when Top Gun Maverick came out, I planned it very intentionally to be there on opening weekend to watch it. And I spent the entire... If you haven't seen the movie yet, I'm not going to spoil anything about it. But I spent the entire time worrying about who was going to die, when they were going to die, what was going to happen, what were they going to do to break my heart in the movie. 
And it was just the best movie ever. I love how they did the sequel. And if you've never seen the original movie, there's obviously Maverick, same character. And in the sequel, Maverick again. But in the first movie, Maverick's best friend, Goose, has his call sign, right? Was his co-pilot in the fighter pilot, Jets. He dies in the first movie, Goose. And so in the second movie, Maverick has this estranged relationship with Goose's now grown-up son, Rooster. That's his call sign. And in the movie, Rooster has this reputation of sitting on his perch, always waiting for just the right time that never comes, right? So he's a very cautious person. Obviously, he watched his dad die in a fighter pilot accident when he was really young. And so in the movie, they have his character being one that is a little bit more by the book, plays it safe, doesn't take risks. And so all of his colleagues know him to be that way. Maverick knows him to be that way. And they get assigned to this mission together. And the entire movie is Maverick trying to teach Rooster, don't think, just do. And I was thinking about this the other day when I was in the shower. I always get my best ideas when I'm exercising and then showering right after. And as I was getting out of the shower, I was like, oh my gosh, don't think, just do. That is literally the best business advice I could give anyone. Don't think, just do. And it is also the absolute worst advice I could give anyone when it comes to processing their emotions. Let me explain. Don't think, just do is the literal best business advice that I could ever give you because when you have ideas come to build your business, whether it's an idea to do a Facebook Live or I should write this post or I should have this event or I should reach out to this girl or I should follow up with her or she'd be good at the business or whatever it is. Don't think, just do. Don't think about doing it. Literally get the idea and just execute it. The faster you can execute your ideas, the faster you're going to either fail or succeed or fail and then succeed. So the more things that you can do to run yourself through, and I'm not talking about burnout and running yourself ragged. I'm talking about the more things that you can try, the more times that you can fail, the closer and better you're going to get at success. However, what holds us back. Our thoughts determine our results. It's never the things that happen to us in our lives that are creating our result. It's always what we think about the things that we are encountering. It's always the events and the circumstances, the people, the places that we encounter and then we have a thought about them and our thoughts create our feelings. And then from our feelings, we take action and our actions ultimately create our results. However, it's what we think that gives us a product of our result. So when I say to you, don't think, just do, I am talking to you about the end of that process when you are thinking in curiosity, I have a good idea. I wonder if this could work. Don't think, just do. But if you are stuck in thinking, which we all are at times, none of us 
is ever going to escape this because you have a human brain with a prefrontal cortex that is the most evolved, brilliant brain to have ever lived on planet Earth. You are a literal genius simply because you have a prefrontal cortex. We also have a lower brain, our primitive brain that's been around for hundreds of thousands of years. It's archaic and also the most efficient part of our brain. It's what we download our thinking to so we don't have to think about it again. It's like I write something down so I remember to do it later. You've used your prefrontal to think about your own thinking to decide ahead of time what you need to do. Then you write it down a system so that you can then later see it and just execute it. This is why planners and schedules work so well. This is also why people that like to use the excuse that they're just not planners or they just don't plan ahead or they like to fly by the seat of their pants. It's why they don't do anything because they are thinking, not doing. So what do I mean by think, don't do? What do you mean, Emily? I thought you just said that we need to don't think, just do. I did. Don't think, just do when it comes to your business. But when it comes to figuring out why you're not getting the result in your business, when it comes to you being stuck, when it comes to you being paralyzed or anxious or insecure or whatever it is in your business, I want you to think and stop doing. Because if you are thinking something like, I'm never going to be good at this, or I don't have enough followers on social media, or I don't like my upline. I wish she did more for me. Or I'm never going to get any business builders. Or I'm being pulled in a hundred different directions. I'm the only one working on my team. Everything rests on my shoulders. If that's you, then you're going to be feeling things like insecurity. Doubt, overwhelm, burnout, anxiety, or a number of different emotions. And if you're taking action from those emotions, you're most likely going to be doing things like avoid my work, avoid posting, avoid reaching out, avoid following up, avoid doing events, avoid doing a team call, avoid a power hour. And from those actions, you block yourself from finding a way to move your business forward. You hold yourself back from your own potential. You block yourself from seeing the leaders that you could develop all around you, right? So when I say think, don't do, I'm talking about how to change your beliefs so that you can ultimately change your results, so that you can, don't think, just do in the end. So I want you to slow the process down if you feel like you are unable to make this business work for you. How many of you listening right now think that you don't know what you're doing wrong? You can't figure it out. You don't know how to build your business. You can't get it to move forward or you've built an insanely amazing business and you feel like you're never going to find anyone like you that's going to be able to help lift this burden from you. 
That thought that you're thinking, whatever it is, how does it make you feel? What emotion? Identify it right now. Whatever your thought is, what is in the way of you having the business of your dreams? I want you to think about this, not do. Think, don't do. What is in the way of you having the business of your dreams? Whether that's recruiting in people so that you have enrollments or attracting new business builders, or you're at the top of your company already and you don't know how this is ever going to be sustainable because everything falls on your shoulders and the only way you know how to do it ends in burnout or frustration or overwhelm. What is in the way of you getting what you want? When I ask you that question, what is in the way of you getting what you want? If you just said, I don't know, I want you to just take a guess. What could it be? What's in the way? I want you to think about this. And then I want you to identify how it makes you feel when you find the answer to that. And I don't want to, I don't want to hear you like, I don't want to talk to your prefrontal and have it say, it's my thoughts, Emily. My thoughts are in the way. I know. I'm not talking to your prefrontal right now. I'm talking to your lower primitive brain that is that's telling you that it's your upline that's in the way. That if your company just had more products, then you'd be able to sell it. Or that if your team would just work, then you wouldn't feel like everything was on your shoulders. If they would just show up and talk more in the threads and engage more in the threads, if they would just send their messages, then your team would be on fire. What is in the way of you having the business of your dreams? What would everyone around you have to do for you to have the business of your dreams? Answer that question. And then ask yourself, how does that make you feel? A one-word emotion that's coming up for you. And when you feel that way, what do you do? How do you behave? Do you avoid work? Do you avoid team calls? Do you avoid events? Do you avoid coaching calls? Do you avoid doing income-producing activities? Do you avoid posting? Do you avoid follow-up? What do you do when you're that way? Do you sit and judge and criticize your team? Do you sit and judge and criticize yourself? Do you catastrophize that you don't even know why you try because this is all going to fall apart later? Everyone's going to leave you. And when you do all those things, when you behave in that way, what is your result? I promise you it's going to be a reflection of what you initially thought. So it could be something like, I hurt me or I block myself from finding the way to attract business builders. And once you see that result, I want you to ask yourself, is that what I want? Is that what's in line with my goal? And if it's not, number one, I want you to start with compassion. It makes so much sense why you found yourself in this place. Because you've been thinking these things for a really long time. But also, they are all completely made up, which means it's all up for grabs and you can think anything you want to think. That doesn't mean we can go from thinking, I'm never going to attract business builders to, I attract business builders. That's way too big of a leap for your brain. Your brain is going to call you a liar because it's so smart and it knows when you are feeding it BS. 
So we can't just thought swap like that. It doesn't work. We want to find what else is true. And that starts with compassion for self. Okay, brain, it makes so much sense why we feel this way. We've been thinking that we can't attract business builders for a really long time. We've been thinking that everything rests on our shoulders for a really long time, right? And so it makes perfect sense why I block myself from leading myself or I block myself from finding the way to develop new people. When you give yourself compassion, at this point, you get to offer yourself curiosity. And you can say things to yourself like, if it were possible to find a way, what could be my first step right now? And your brain might tell you, I don't know. We don't know. And what I want you to say to yourself in that moment is, that's okay. Let's just take a guess. Just any idea. If it were possible for us to know exactly how to bring a new business builder in, what could we do for a first step? It's really important that you identify it's a first step. It's not the whole puzzle. It's not from A to Z. It's the first step. And your brain's going to give you an idea. It's going to say something like, well, we could tell them about our story. We could tell them why we started. We could tell them that they could make X amount of money this month. We could tell them how much this has helped our family over the years. And instead of telling yourself, no, that's not going to work. We've tried it before. It never works. I want you to say, okay, don't think, just do. Go do that. But notice how we had to think without doing in order to find what we were thinking, feeling, how we were acting from that, the result it was giving to us, which then we use compassion and understanding for ourselves that opened up curiosity that even gave us the idea to know how to not think, just do. So that, my friends, is what I want to open up to you as something to play with and practice this week. Start with think, don't do, so that you can get to don't think, just do, and become the best version of yourself and build the business of your dreams. Have a great week, everyone. Aloha. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.